0: And ladies and gentlemen, we have reached that final part of our evening—the the time where we give the most distinguished of the Sarah Siddons Awards uh, for distinguished achievement. Uh, it is the highest honor our organization knows. The Sarah Siddons Award for distinguished achievement, and our final Sarah Siddons Award for distinguished achievement tonight, my beloved friends, goes to. One Mr. William McMorrow for Distinguished Achievement oh in goodness. Being a Fat Bag of Shit. Oh my goodness. It truly Just is the culmination cool. of a career of being a fat bag of shit. Well, thank you, thank you. What an honor we are here tonight. Ladies oh, and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming... Mr. William McMorrow. I don't
1: even have a speech prepared. I, you know, just to be nominated was really, really good. But to, to actually win the, um, let me just look at the trophy again, just to make sure I got this right. The fattest bag of shit award. Is that what this thing says? It, who are the other prop- nominees? I would love <laughs> to know who the other nominees were. You're just...
0: Oh, I'm sorry it's closed ballot. We could never possibly let you know the other nominees. Oh, that's shameful. That's is that what we're gonna open with? Yep. Now here's some narration. I'll do a little George. I'll do a little George Sanders. you're probably wondering how we got to this evening, this part of the evening and blah 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 and here's Celeste Holm. Oh yeah, no, this is the time where we did the bee bee. Cheat, nope. Oh, yeah. Yeah, together. Oh, in real life, oh, sure. In real life, yeah. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, you're here. It's Black Friday. When are we going to sing
1: the song?
0: Uh, I'll count it off. And a one. And a two. And uh, we watched All About Eve. Here's the theme song.
1: Two boys in a balcony. In a balcony, a balcony, two boys in a balcony, in a balcony,
0: a balcony. She got balcony boy eyes. Oh, no, those are not a good eyes. Those are bad and eyes. And they're have
1: swollen, been, full might have of been bad.
0: pollen. Mine are bad Does from birth. Pauline Yours are.
1: Rhyme was swollen, or am I being a little uh, flirtatious with my grasp? I of think language. you are.
0: I think you're taking some liberties with the rhyming scheme, but I'll I'll allow it. And they're reddish. You know what I mean? If Dr. Seuss can get away with hop on pop, I Dr. think you can get away with Seuss swollen used to and rhyme a lot of crazy words. used to make some of the words he used up. used to just this make guy. them
1: up. Floozy, what's and whatnots.
0: Green eggs. Who's jabbers? cats in hats that's impossible family a you're, you're a cat your cat owner confirm this right here dude the... i'm not
1: a cat owner i have cats that live with me i don't know right, john them. stewart
0: okay all right they're god's creatures sorry evening at the improv john stewart showed up to do his cat material <laughs> oh shit! did i just steal john
1: stewart's cat material mm-hmm.
0: fuck i don't yeah, want to I, saw... I don't want that on my wiki I saw John Stewart do live stand-up comedy at the Orpheum Theater in 2007 in the heights of the Bush administration, Yeah, and he spent a long time talking about cats Did and he? not talking about the war in
1: Iraq. I mean, that was he was right in the middle of Daily Show fame. 9. Yeah,
0: I guess I could have just watched the television program. Yeah. Huh? But it was a Saturday. It wasn't on. He's
1: like, I got to get out of here and go talk about cats for an hour. Sick These of talking about the. Crazy. Sick of talking about weapons of mass destruction, mm. or the lack but, thereof. So, I see no evidence of it. I mean, obviously there was some. Colin Powell died from it recently.
0: Cold, yeah. Col- is it, yeah, it is Colin Powell. Isn't yeah. It? Everybody and it's Colin. Colin. It's not Colin. It's Colin. Colin. My younger brother's name is Colin, and I knew that my whole Did life. You call him Colin the whole time. Yeah, dude. I call him. Yeah, I just go. What's yeah, up, asshole? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Ma, Sean's uh. calling me
1: asshole.
0: Billy, let me ask you this: You have uh eat some turkey yesterday? Sean, I had turkey yesterday, and I had some turkey today. Look at you, keeping the leftovers for yourself.
1: No doggie no, bags I've for you. No, I've shared them. We no, we no, we passed out too much turkey.
0: You passed. I was out.
1: throwing it as, at people as they left the house. Oh, that well, that's rude. Yeah, my <laughs> wife spoke to me about it. She said, I'm not allowed to do that anymore. Yeah, Nana just
0: gets a turkey leg right to the side of the head. She's in intensive care. It's bound to happen at some point. If only we had a country that had the medical care to support grandma skidding down your driveway. If you can dodge a
1: turkey leg, you can dodge a dodgeball.
0: I like that. We should write that movie.
1: (laughs) Thanksgiving Dodgeball. It's insane how big that movie was. I never saw it. it. You've never seen Dodgeball? I never did seen it.
0: So how how insane
1: is it you now? You should come over and uh we can watch it together in the Stop basement. Stop inviting me with over to your
0: house. <laughs> Stop inviting me into your dark basement to watch dodgeball. All
1: right. I mean we could watch a different movie.
0: Yeah, but it's always gonna dodgeball's always gonna be the first choice. Every time I come over you go like, Hey, we could watch The Conjuring or we could watch Dodgeball? I'm I'm always like
1: what do you think about
0: yeah, we could watch Jaws for The Revenge, or
1: Hear Me Out. I mean, it was a funny movie as I remember it, but...
0: <sighs> but you just can't believe that it was so big.
1: I can't believe that you haven't seen it. I thought you were a professional comedian. I am a professional comedian. Well, yeah, you're you not acting it. You're acting like an amateur. You're acting like a rank amateur right now.
0: Googling, what are
1: punchlines?
0: <laughs> Dodgeball came out in 2004. I was in college. I probably should have seen it. So I'm gonna own this one. Yeah, I'm gonna 2004, own one. dude. Have you? You've seen old school, right? Yeah, too many times. And that by that I mean twice. I've seen it yeah. twice, and that thing does not hold up. When uh, did you see it? When it was released, and then rewatch it recently? Or? I saw it in theaters, and I watched it over the course of the pandemic. And that yeah. thing is aged like dog shit. Yeah, it feels like it might have. It opens with just a hard, hard f. Gay slur. Just, like, in the first, like, two lines of dialogue, they drop a, a, a buff on ghoul. Um, yeah, it's bad. Todd Phillips, uh, bad guy, directed Joker. That movie also sucks.
1: Oh, Joker is a, uh the Batman character.
0: That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For instance, From when... the Batman series. Yes, and of course, Batman smells. Robin laid an egg. The Batmobile lost a wheel, and Joker takes ballet, so... I thought the Joker steps. got away. Well, sometimes he does, and then sometimes he takes I've ballet. I've never heard the Joker takes ballet. Well, you should probably hang out with cooler kids. Taking ballet? I don't think so, bro. Dude, how do you think he he kicked down dude, those steps? Dude, you just
1: got served on a nationally
0: syndicated podcast. You think you think Joaquin Phoenix Academy Award winning portrayal of the Joker when he was going down those giant steps to Gary Glitter? The pedophile uh, Do you song? mean a Joaquin Phoenix? Oh yeah, the Damn, Joker. Dude. He's Joke- always joking.
1: Oh shit.
0: Right? Yeah, dude. I wonder if he right.
1: I wonder if he asked his publicist to tell people that.
0: Uh, can you tell people my name is Joker? <laughs> joking. Phoenix?
1: That'll help me get the role. Are they making another one of those? Is that true? Oh, I heard that they were gonna do. make another yeah, one of For those. sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely they will. I bet so. That thing made so much money and it's bad for society. <laughs> bad for society. Yeah, we, of which we live in, of course. You know that. I don't live in society
1: anymore. I dropped no, you, out of that a while ago. You,
0: you are basement dwelling. I'm so off the films. grid right now.
1: You're off the grid. You should come over and watch a film in the basement. I should, but
0: I, I don't want to. All right. I got, dude, I got to get through season six of The Sopranos. I got to get this burden off my back. I started watching The Sopranos in, I mean, 1999, but... Uh, I started rewatching it in uh, May of yeah, you uh, have, pandemic, twenty twenty.
1: You have watched the whole thing before, though, right? You've
0: gotten through. The I've whole... never seen the second half of season six. Yeah, because when I had moved out of my parents' house and I didn't have HBO when it aired. Oh, rough times for you. It was rough. It was it rough. That was
1: before HBO Go or HBO Now. I would. Hey, I had, had to be my at my local the house, cable house provider. when it happened.
0: I got to call Comcast, and they got to flip the switch, and I wasn't willing to do that.
1: Mom, let me use your TiVo.
0: Dad, can you tape it on VHS?
1: Mail I it to college, me.
0: Dude, I, when I was in college, I used to have my dad tape the Sopranos on VHS, and then when I would get home, I would just watch, like, three episodes. Even though he taped 12? Yeah, and just be like, I, I <laughs> yeah, I'm good. not every time it's on, <laughs> just the every new third ones. third episode, Dad. Just God. the ones with Adriana. So stupid. She just, spoiler alert, she just got taken out into the woods and shot in the back of the head. Oh, I was sad when it happened. She was a snitch ass bitch. Not they all. No. (laughs) No, Everyone
1: in The Sopranos was a snitch ass bitch. Yeah, dude. It's
0: not a good lifestyle, but it is a great lifestyle. So you're just in it for the AJ episodes, right? (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Tony, when they get separated, he buys them a drum set. It's fun. You Uh can see little uh, Robert Eiler rocking out. It's the one where he started taking pills, right? Uh, no, that's in that's with coming up, pills. Think. That's next season.
1: All the uh, AJ episodes were atrocious.
0: I also st- I started listening to uh, Talking Sopranos. Oh, I've get been, the fuck out of here, dude! I've been sitting in the office with Michael raise and Pier- your kids. Well, no, well, this you is raise when your children. This is when I'm sitting at my desk at work, and I gotta have my headphones on so I can't interact with the other people around me. And Talking Sopranos is what you chose. Yeah, Bob, uh, Steve Sharippa and Michael Imperioli talking about the dang episodes of The Sopranos. Did they go like this? Oh,
1: this is unbelievable! This episode. No,
0: Michael Imperioli, uh, Christopher Moltisanti, he's uh he's like an actor so far up his own ass actor that he just he's always talking about ah oh, this guy was great. I saw him in a in a an off Broadway play with this plot. He's always dropping ah uh, theater credentials and. He's trying to figure out the theory behind the episodes and the themes and stuff, and then Steve Sharippa, who played, of course, uh, beloved Bobby Bacala, is just a big dumb fat <laughs> Wario Goomba, and he's just like, he says, like, "Yeah, I don't know. I just think it was. It's really. It's a funny show. You know, <laughs> you, you know, you're a a smart guy, and I'm. I'm just looking at it. And I'm going, that's a. That's very funny right there. That's very funny right there.
1: Unbelievable."
0: It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable.
1: Let me ask you: They do any? They drop any recipes for gravy or anything in there?
0: No. Tell you how to fill no. a cannoli. No. And they keep getting. They keep getting guests. Uh, the one I had, they had the uh, the the guy played Jackie Aprile on. Lorraine Bracco is supposedly in the next couple episodes. No, James Gandolfini not on the guest list. I don't oh, know why come they on, Sean.
1: Stop what? it. You're being funny right now. You're doing a joke. You're being funny. What do you mean? But We all know that the man has passed. What? James Gandolfini he passed away. You know that. You me? wrote his fucking eulogy, what? you idiot.
0: What are you telling me? Huh? What are you telling, telling me over me. here? I'm
1: telling you right now, Tony's no longer with us.
0: Dude, I saw an article from the Washington Post and it was and it was you'll never believe who these actors' famous parents are. Oh, right. <laughs> and, and it was just like you'll never believe who Honor Swinton's mother is. And it's like, <laughs> is it Tilda Swinton? <laughs> And then they were like, you'll never guess who Michael Gandolfini's father is. <laughs> like, I won't? The only other famous Gandolfini? <laughs> what hell are you talking about? I Jesus Christ. You're telling me the kid that plays young Tony Soprano in The Many Saints in Newark, his father is the guy that played old Tony Soprano in The Sopranos? Good Jesus. casting. Smart. Unbelievable. Smart. Hey, my son, he's over here doing great stuff. Are you AJ. gonna, are power
1: through the many saints of Newark when you're done with this? Yeah,
0: dude, I think I have to, right? I mean, it seems
1: silly not to at that point, I think, right? I
0: think it's, I think it is off HBO Max, so I might have to wait till it comes back. Yeah, but up, it'll
1: pop I, on. I, I ran that shit. It just started, goes. It'll be. It like it'll come back on within a month.
0: Shit drives me crazy. I I watched on Sunday. I watched half of Dune again. Yeah. And then I stopped. And that's gone, right? Went to bed and then I woke up the next morning, it was gone.
1: <laughs> I almost was gonna watch it on the toilet in Aruba on my
0: phone, like God intended. <laughs> that's the way Denis Velu wanted mm-hmm. you to watch it. It's going back into IMAX theaters on December third. I might go hey, try explain to Explain IMAX
1: to me. What is it's that? A big.
0: You ever seen you know, you know Max? You know like the concept of like it's the max maximum Yeah. minimum well, what about, price? T J Maxx? What, throw, what about IMAX?
1: Think about that. So you got to go to a TJ Maxx store to see this movie you're saying.
0: I got to go to you got to go to TJ Maxx Marshalls any part of the uh the, the family there. Is
1: it like the Motion Odyssey movie ride
0: at no, Jordan's a, Furniture? No, that's Mom. No, I okay. just spelled out that. I know I know the anagram. Now anti-gram. Bill, this is going to seem insensitive when Mom opened Oh it, you ferni- fuck you,
1: dude. How would you even start to ask a question like that? You know that it was all very fresh back then the pain.
0: Oh boy. I that mean that opened me. in
1: like 87 or something, right? I think it like Yeah, probably late 80s. it was like mid-80s, I think. They certainly have not updated the decor in there. Is it still really Now is that Don't
0: they have the uh Enchanted Village there now? Yeah, we we just went uh to the Enchanted Village the other day. How's that? Socked Enchanted? Sucked. It was just fucking awful. Yeah. We they went to like, no, for that too, right? No. You can get into it for free, but then oh. everything he... You can look at the dumb dolls for free, but then everything else you got to pay money. Oh! And, and uh, my kids—they were like—they have a sledding in there now, indoor tubing, they call it. How do they and do that? They got a big hill, and you go on down on a slide. They you know, shouldn't have a hill tube. indoors. What is it—an an escalator? Don't make of sense. But they went, and uh, it was three dollars every time they go down this hill, and the ride lasted for I don't know, fifteen seconds. And then you climb to the top, and then it's another three bucks. So three dollars seems like too much for that. Mm, yeah. Or you should get like you know unlimited rides for ten bucks. Ten bucks. I'll do yeah. that. But then they went on the stupid plastic ice rink for three seconds and got hosed out of that money. The whole thing's an what operation. are they charging for that? I think that was seven, and I was I was like, a, it's not ice; it's like plastic. And the blades are dull as shit, so everybody just falls on hard plastic the whole time. Yeah. It's, uh, hey, we love them, though, right? The the Jordan brothers? I don't think. Didn't one of the brothers leave? Yeah, Elliot and uh, Elliot's still there. What's the other guy's name? Jordan. Barriott. Barry and Elliot. Oh, yeah. my God. Barry and Elliot. We love them, don't we, folks? Didn't the, uh... one of them run off with
1: uh, Phil from Bernie and Phil's? Yeah, the widow, the widow Phil. Set him out of here. Uh, Who's Phil the lady or the man? That was the man, Bernie so Those are confusing names. No, it's oh. Bernie and Phil with the Y. I think he's the, I think Phyllis. I think Phil is short for Yeah, Phyllis.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, he ran off with Phil. Phyllis. Did one of them I die? Was, yeah, Bernie did. Bernie sh- certainly is gone. Now it's just Phil's discount furniture. I mean, it seems like you can get, get stuff cheaper. She I should hook up Syscom with Discount Burnster. Burnster. Bob, yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> she should hook up with Discount Bob. That
1: guy used to always have that annoying lady in the commercials,
0: and she's gone. So I'm assuming they broke up. Oh, God, that's sad. You hate to see a family fall apart. You hate
1: these... to see a franchise be disenfranchised.
0: Right around the holidays, these guys. Right
1: around Black Friday. That's what we're recording on Black Friday. We're recording. Did you Sean, get up and go shopping? What'd you do? I didn't. Nicole accidentally went to Target, not remembering that it was Black Friday, though. Yeah, and
0: then she promptly turned around and goes, we'll get the tomorrow. No, she towels went in tomorrow. she said it wasn't that bad. Oh, yeah? Would she pick up a little couple of gifts? I don't even know. She wouldn't tell me. Oh, well, then maybe they're gifts. I or hope you're so. Or
1: you're not involved in the house finances. She doesn't allow me to know anything.
0: Amen to that. Yeah. I'll just fuck it up.
1: Yeah. That's Sean, please take a moment to talk me out of this nonsense that I'm saying. I'm a good boy.
0: No, no, no. You're a bag of shit. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, won the award. You won the damn award. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here today to celebrate the films of 1950. That's right. That is right. grease lightning. We're going down the quarter mile. Grease Grease lightning. Go
1: grease lightning.
0: Buddy Holly's here. Other things from the 50s are here. You know at
1: one point they say it's a real pussy wagon in that
0: song. Yeah, they do.
1: I remember the first time I actually listened to those lyrics and I was just like, this is hot as fuck.
0: You'll be fingering and going. I didn't know they were talking about finger banging in the back of a car. You'll suck each other off you will give each other head and grease lightning. Don't go, 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 go. Um,
1: it's just a lot of sucking each other off. It's just a it's in that song.
0: Stop. It's it's honestly, it's too much, and go. yet not enough at the same time. Yeah, because they blur out because like, Japanese more. pornos <laughs> always looking for more. Uh, yeah, that's why they call the kid duty. It was his duty to suck you off. Okay, I don't feel good about any of this. I'm yeah. can just stop the whole thing. Oh, we can? the whole, <laughs> I mean, the whole operation. Nobody's forcing us to do this. It's the 23rd Academy Awards, folks. They took place March 29th, 1959, at the RKO Pantages Theater in Hollywood, California, hosted by Fred Astaire. That fucking bloppy faced motherfucker. So, you know, it was a riveting ceremony.
1: Oh, shit, he's still dancing?
0: He's still oh yeah okay oh he's wait an, he's
1: gonna he's gonna tap out the
0: nominees in Morse code. <laughs> he's doing an an interpretive dance for each of the nominees. It was the first time Billy Crystal that ever that Billy Crystal <sighs> song idea had ever come into the world. It oh, took I him saw, another forty years for somebody to realize they should put words to this. I saw some of uh Harry Met Sally.
1: Uh, yeah, when I was overrated. in Aruba, rated. It yep. is. It's weird to see him
0: in that hair. Like yeah. as a young. It's weird to think that Meg Ryan finds him desirable. Yeah. 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 I don't like that's not more that one's not one that one ain't for me, is what the kids say. I'll have what Sean's having. Oh yeah. Oral sex. <laughs> Oral Under sex. the table. A tuna fish sandwich that's just covered in, in roofies. Watch the uh uh, we watched the Macy's Day uh, Parade yesterday. Macy's Thanksgiving Day. I I don't I don't recognize Thanksgiving, so I just say Macy's Day. We watched the Macy's Day Parade yesterday, and uh, a number of uh, the commercial choices were uh, questionable at best. Lot I of, heard it was a
1: very sexy time this year.
0: A lot of uh, a lot of ED ads, a lot of uh, HIV medication ads. Uh, it was very strange, real weird uh, choices in the nine o'clock hour to have those conversations with my kids. And they were just like, we just want to watch the parade. We don't care. And I was like, no, no, no. I got to sit down and tell you about erectile dysfunction. Sometimes a penis won't work. It just doesn't work. And sometimes you got to take a pill. And sometimes if it lasts for four hours, you call everybody. I can't. Four hours. That's too long. It's way too long. That's
1: too long for a penis to be like that, I think.
0: Yeah, painful
1: at that point. I want to be on record.
0: Yeah, Bill's like that fifteen seconds. That is too at long most.
1: to have a penis to be like that.
0: Fifteen second bone or every three years—that's uncomfortable way. at best. Yeah, dude, you got a fucking genie pants on. I'm sitting here.
1: I'm trying to sit down.
0: Uh, you just end up trying to take a dump. You pee in the shower. <laughs> what are we doing? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I left my family to do this. <laughs> uh all about eve is the winner this year 14 nominations it's the new it's the new uh leader in terms of oscar nominations beats out gone with the winds 13 you believe that god i do uh i i i believe that it happened i can't believe that it happened because i i didn't see i didn't see 14 things in this movie that should be getting awarded no. Uh Sunset Boulevard becomes the second film with nominations in every acting category, not to win a single fucking one.
1: How did it win nothing? That seems silly. It didn't
0: uh win nothing. It didn't win any acting awards. Um Yeah, I don't I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll get we'll get Let's get into, into it, this, Sean. Let's, let's talk about shit.
1: it. Figure it out. Say it again. Uh,
0: all About Eve is the second film. Mrs. Miniver is the first film to receive five acting nominations. You believe this shit, Billy? I do believe it, because you told me, and I know that you wouldn't lie to me. And All About Eve gets uh, five acting nominations, but they go fucking wild. They're just like, hey, fellas, take a, take a yeah, week take off. take a seat, gentlemen. It's all about the ladies this week. Two Best Actress nominees, two Best Supporting actors, uh, Actresses, and one Best Supporting Actor. And none of them win except for uh, old George Sanders. He wins for... Uh, his role as Addison DeWitt. Love George Sanders. Betty Davis uh presumably uh Ann Baxter split their votes. And then Judy Holiday for Born Yesterday, she wins. And then in the best supporting actress, Josephine Hall. Born Harvey yesterday wins. was
1: uh that was Best Actress won.
0: Yes. Yep. That's uh not a film I've seen. Uh though I think I saw the John Goodman Melanie Griffith remake. Who took uh Best Supporting Actress? That would be Josephine Hall for the film Harvey.
1: Oh, I've never seen Harvey. I've always wanted to. That's this year?
0: That's this year. That's the big rabbit film. We got a couple of snubs and flubs. I would say Harvey's a snub. Didn't get nominated for Best Picture. I think you could make a case for that. Have you seen it? No, my dad loves it. Yeah.
1: That's all I need to hear. Your dad loves it.
0: Jimmy Stewart gets nominated for Best Actor for it. You should love, die on that hill because your dad loved it. We love Jimmy Stewart. I do I love mean, Jimmy Stewart. How does your dad feel about him? Hey, uh, I don't know. How's your dad feel about him? Oh, you piece of shit. That's
1: both parents that you've thrown in my face with the last them both.
0: five minutes. And I'm coming for your stepmom. Oh, uh, uh, fucking
1: kill that bitch. Oh, she's so creepy. Oh, I fucking hated her. Okay. Yeah, you can fucking. Anywho. I'll write roast jokes for that bitch. <laughs> you want to...
0: You want to roast battle, you're dead stepmom.
1: <laughs> Can you get it on at Laugh Boston next time?
0: Um, uh, Asphalt Jungle is this year with Sterling Hayden.
1: Oh, that is on uh, Criterion. Yeah, right I got to see
0: that one. That's one I've always wanted to see. I never saw that.
1: I think that's in the Crime in the City section or something. We love crime, don't we? John Houston? Dude, you know when you get crime happening and you're just like, this is for me.
0: And uh, the last big snub uh, in this one is just, this is just Orson Welles' prejudice again, is The Third Man, man. Oh, that's a good movie. Great movie. Joseph, Joseph Cotton, Cotton, right? Dude, unbelievable. The Third Man rules. But they weren't nominated. But you guess who was? The nominees for Best Picture in 1951. Born Yesterday. Directed by George Cukor. Uncouth, loudmouth, junkyard tycoon Harry Brock descends upon Washington, D.C. to buy himself a congressman or two, bringing with him his mistress, ex showgirl Billy Don. Judy Holiday, Broderick Crawford, William Holden. Uh, it is a movie. Oh, Broderick Crawford. That's uh, Willie Stock. Uh, that's right. William Holden from uh, Sunset Boulevard and Network. Judy Holiday from uh, the film Born Yesterday. Yeah, I don't
1: think this one was streaming. No, it wasn't. No, this one was, uh,
0: and I just uh, didn't have the time because of the damn Sopranes to uh, rent it and watch it. But Born Yesterday by George Cukor. Have not loved all of George Cukor's movies that we've watched. We have
1: done a few of his, right? Yeah, Philadelphia Revenge Story, of the Nerds,
0: Gaslight. It's never going to be Revenge of the Nerds. It never is going to be Revenge of the Nerds. I can't stress how many. Right. You, keep, you keep thinking it's always Revenge of the Nerds. It's again. We're talking about the film. No, no. I keep
1: thinking that it might be Revenge oh, of the Nerds. My apologies.
0: Uh, Father of the Bride, directed Ooh, the by Vincente Mal- Minnelli? Vincente? How did Vincent Minnelli. Vincenzo? How do they say it? Vincent Minnelli. Vincent Minnelli. Okay. Well, there's that an e lot the of, of it. Minnelli's dad, isn't it? I believe that is the case. He fucked Judy Garland. Proud father, Stanley Banks, remembers the day his daughter Kay got married.
1: I believe also Spencer Tracy did, right?
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. Probably. Uh, allegedly, Spencer Tracy. I think Tracy you are and... on
1: record talking about it in our On Golden Pawn episode.
0: That he fucked. I mean, Spencer Tracy was not in. What?
1: No, he was married to Katherine Hepburn, though. No, they were uh,
0: common law married. God, you're such a fucking prick. I'm sorry that I just I respect the sanctity of uh, marriage. Common law like marriage. Uh, Proud Father Stanley makes remember the day his daughter came got married, starting when she announces her engagement through to the wedding itself. We learn of all the surprises and disasters along the way.
1: There's a lot of surprises and disasters in planning a wedding, Sean. I don't it's know hard. You
0: know. It's hard. Spencer Tracy, gotta Joan Bennett. You got to get a dress. You got to get the flowers. Elizabeth you got to get Taylor. a venue. You gotta hire
1: a band. You gotta pick a menu.
0: You gotta pick a dance. This is your time to shine, baby. You watched this as part of your. uh... I did. It's good.
1: You've never seen. Now, you said you'd never seen the remake, right? With Steve Martin and Martin Short?
0: I probably have seen it. I definitely have seen the second one a million times. That's a really good film. I've seen Father of the Bride part two more. Uh, But I get it. I, I have a daughter. Well,
1: the father of the bride part two is when they have a
0: kid, right? At the same time, Diane Keaton gets oh, knocked yeah. up in her old Holy age.
1: moly, you're going to have a kid? And the, they, the daughter and the parents, right? And then they go into labor at the exact that same time. That is awkward. Time. Ma, get yeah, over yourself. Weird. Ma, you should have bought that child. Let me have
0: the child. Yeah, uncle, grandchild, no yeah, thank you. That's gross.
1: Uh, father of the bride. What, are you going to love your baby more than you're going to love your grandbaby, Ma? Hey,
0: did you like it? Should the people watch it?
1: Ah, uh, the ori- Yeah, I would. Yeah, I think it's worth it. I'm a big uh, Spencer Tracy fan.
0: You love the man.
1: I do. I think he's great.
0: King Solomon's Mines. Oh, or-
1: you know what? We talked about that uh, last week. The the Plymouth Adventure
0: episode. Oh, I that's we right. About it. Yeah, a little bonus for you guys. Not that anybody is listening anymore because nobody like, gives you a guys. fuck. Day before Thanksgiving, you guys can't put on a new episode? we got to listen to your old reruns? Yeah. I
1: forgot to put up a new picture for an old episode, so fucking Sorry. sue me, you dicks. King Jerks. Solomon's
0: Mines, directed by Andrew Martin, Compton Bennett, adventurer Alan Quatermain leads an expedition into uncharted African territory in an attempt to locate an explorer who went missing during his search for the fabled diamond mines of King Solomon. Deborah Kerr, Stuart Granger, Richard Carlson... Other people did not watch Other this. Other
1: people. I've heard that it's uh, pretty spectacular looking.
0: Yeah. It wins uh, Best Color Cinematography. I'm sure it's very racially sensitive. Yeah. Um, yeah, that wins Best Film Editing and Cinematography Color. Color. Only is the only color
1: film this year nominated.
0: Um... Yeah, Because yeah, uh, our last nominee is Sunset Boulevard, directed by mm. Billy Wilder. A hack screenwriter writes a screenplay for a former silent film star who has <laughs> faded into Hollywood obscurity. You fucking hack, dude. Sunset Boulevard uh, should be the main focus of this episode, in my opinion. I think it is it, incredible.
1: Yeah, I think
0: it's should have won. It's visually, it's unbelievable. The acting is great The story is great Everything about it is great All About Eve is good But Sunset Boulevard To me Better I would agree with that Although I I
1: I really do enjoy All About Eve I don't understand Why they gave the girl An award Well we'll get into that In a moment I hope we do Sean I hope you're able to Explain it to me Because I I have
0: no idea I think I'll be able to I think I got this uh, any last thoughts on Sunset Boulevard besides everybody should watch it and Billy Wilder is a king?
1: Oh, everybody should watch it and Billy Wilder is a king. Oh, wow. Uh,
0: it's great. It's on Criterion right now. It's on uh, Pluto. is on that, they, Prime. Criterion still has
1: that Billy Wilder's, like, five film thing up, too. Yeah, they love him. Yeah, he's good. Criterion's the best, dude. I love that channel. It's great. I once you get through the original uh, daunting, like, trying to figure out how to look for shit on it, it's really good.
0: And once you get past, like, your ha- own personal hang-ups about being not smart enough to understand any of the films that are on there, yeah. then you can really find some good stuff in there. And by that I mean almost everything, but I'm too afraid Seriously,
1: to watch. Seriously, dude. I've thrown shit on that just, like, I'll check this out, and I'm like, holy shit, that was good.
0: Yeah, when's the Fast and the Furious going to get on there, though? Oh, it's got to be within the next, uh, what, You'd 50 think so? years? Yeah, I think so. All About it. Vroom, vroom. A 1950 American drama film written and directed by Joseph L. Mankiewicz. Mank. Mank. Um, Yeah, starring Betty Davis and Baxter, Celeste Holm, George Saunders, two guys who I had... a. Uh, insane time trying to keep up separated uh gary merrill as bill Sampson and hugh Marlowe as lloyd richards Richards,
1: that dude
0: kept reminding me of phil hartman they uh i could not tell them apart a lot of the time george saunders i could tell because he's got the the voice and the look yeah he's great dude the other two dudes looked exactly the same rebecca oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah uh how about let me hit you about this one, huh? Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, dude. Was this one of her first films? Uh, would have had to have been. I think so young in it. Let's look it up. Yeah, she's not like, uh and she's not doing like the. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, like the wispy it. Marilyn Monroe voice that uh throws my back out every time because of the <laughs> s- swiftness of the erection. Happy
1: birthday, Don't Mr. Uh, President.
0: uh, uh, uh so she her first movie is in Dangerous Years in nineteen forty seven. Uh nineteen fifty she's in four movies. She's in a Ticket to Tomahawk, The Asphalt Jungle, All About Eve and the Fireball. I might be watching this asphalt jungle tonight.
1: Yeah, put it on, dude. I think I put it on the library on
0: there. Um and then What year is some like it hot? Nineteen fifty nine. And I'm just looking up because for it, that, oh yeah, be, Some Like It Hot did not get nominated for Best Picture, huh? The fuck do you know about that? Holy moly. Look at that. I'm going to write an angry letter. I'm going to write the fucking angriest letter. What wins that year? Ben-Hur, Anatomy of a Murder, Diary of Anne Frank, The Nun Story, and Room at the Top. Mm, okay. Can't argue with that. Anatomy of, of a Murder is great. That's Otto *Auto Otto Preminger. We'll talk about that in nine weeks. All right. I won't talk about it anymore now. Shut your fucking mouth. You shut my mouth. I would if I was down in that dark basement watching dodgeball. Go on down in the
1: dark basement.
0: Yeah, we'll throw on dodgeball. Not a big deal. (laughs) Too dark. (laughs) Too Too dark. dark. Uh, (coughs) So this thing kicks off. We're at an awards ceremony. We're in a banquet hall. Why is it so dark now? And uh, we see that there's a best... Achievement Award or some Best Actress? What do we think this is, Billy? These are like the fake Tony Awards. You know what?
1: When it opens, it feels like they're giving her a Lifetime Achievement Award. But she's way too young for it.
0: Yeah, that that is what it seems. It seems like I I took it as this is some kind of uh, theatrical society. Like they're talking about
1: most of the people that we've given this to have been on the other end of the spectrum, finishing their careers.
0: Yeah, uh, it's not clear. What the award is I assumed it was Like a Best actress of the year award Or best performance Of the year award Which typically They don't give out As the last award Of the night
1: Now this is a fi- It's a fictitious award The yeah, Sarah Siddons yeah, the award Yeah Sarah
0: Sarah Uh Siddons What do we call it it's its own, Siddons Siddons or... Part of the, uh, the Sarah Siddons award Um It's modeled after Uh I don't I don't know I mean I mean who cares it's a fake it's fake bullshit yeah and, it's uh, not
1: a like the shrine is or something
0: no but the idea is that and you can see right on it it says eve harrington is going to win it you get voiceover from george sanders and celeste holm you know kind of like setting up the whole thing we meet we see betty davis as Margot channing uh, and uh she's a, a woman she's 40 uh, so put her out to pasture, in my opinion, but... Uh, I mean, that's
1: the whole point of the movie.
0: Right. She's uh, she's like a famous actress, and she's just sitting in the audience. We don't see Eve in this beginning, um, but then we cut to, to... We go back, we flash back like, I don't know, maybe like 12 months. It's not a long time.
1: I mean, she does, like... She does not appear... Like when you see her at the end of the movie accepting the award, she doesn't look much older than she looked when you first see her.
0: No, and I think they flash back to the, it's like the beginning of the Broadway season. So, uh, Betty Davis is, is Margot. She's in a play called Aged in Wood that was written by uh, Lloyd Richards, whose wife is Betty Davis's best friend, Karen. Karen. Even though Celeste Holm and Betty Davis apparently fucking hated each yeah, other. Yeah, that's great. Um, and I, look, the rules of the balcony say we have to side with Betty Davis in any kind of dispute. Dude, so I would side against Betty Davis against you. You would side with Betty Davis against me? Against you. Yeah, of course. All right, I'm just I, clarifying. I, I also take her side. It's the rules of the balcony.
1: All right, that's cool.
0: Because um, she's been saying a lot of shit about you. So Margot is in a relationship with the play's director, Bill. Not you. Me, Bill. Bill. I believe that's the case. And then there's the fat producer, Mr. Fabian. <coughs> <laughs> Lloyd is married to Karen. Lloyd's, Lloyd's, Lloyd yes. Richards
1: is one of the, He's the, the playwright. big playwrights in America. Yep. They and say. Then, like, and that's he,
0: a thing. He writes plays for Betty Davis to star in, and then the other guy directs the plays, and then Celeste Holmes just hangs out, and, you know, just looks, you know, cute. Um, and then she goes to the end of the at the end of the night, she goes to the theater to to find her husband and Betty Davis, and she finds this like little uh, ragamuffin outside, all in a raincoat and doofy like hat, hiding down an alley. Yeah, waiting by the stage door. And it turns out this is Eve Harrington, who has been to every single performance of this play. Okay, single white female. Yep. She goes every night, and she loves Betty Davis, and she can't wait to. And Karen's like, "Oh, I'll bring you in. Why not?" And then what we go, could go
1: wrong with this?
0: We go in, and we see them all hanging out. Betty Davis has got her her you know her wig cap on. She's smoking a cigarette. She's kind of dropped her airs. She's kind of being a. Uh, she does it a couple of times in the movies where she's got like this, like, mm, "Yes, darling, yes, oh, wonderful," and then she'll like cut into Baby Jane voice a couple of times. Yeah. Um, so she's mostly Baby Jane right now. So she's just like she's not putting on a performance for her friends, but all of a sudden this little uh, orphan comes in, and she puts it back on. And, and then, Thelma
1: Ritter calls her out on it. Yeah, she's Thelma like, Ritter ah, plays her her, uh,
0: her maid Birdie. Thelma Rita gets a nomination for this movie. She's not in it a lot, and she doesn't really do that much. She rolls. I don't. I just don't. I'm not as familiar with her filmography. Rear Window. All right, dude, we'll get there. I'm going chronologically Bro, for a film why history. Why are you freaking out on me and the estate of Thelma Ritter? Because you threatened my family. <laughs> All right. Well, that makes
1: sense. Um, if you had been a little more clear about that's the part that pissed you off, I wouldn't have done it. <laughs>
0: Just assume that anytime you threaten my family, I'm going to get pissed.
1: I will now, but I didn't know it then, and you still give me an attitude about it.
0: Mea culpa. Mea culpa. <laughs> uh, Unbelievable, Tom. So they're talking to Eve, and they're blah, 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 and then she tells this story about she grew up poor in Wisconsin, and she married young, and her husband died in World War II, and they're all, like, moved by this story, and then— at the end, Margot basically takes her on as her assistant and brings her in to live with her. And then this Ann Baxter plays Eve. She just begins, like, just, like, assimilating herself into every aspect of her life.
1: Yeah, because she got hired to be her assistant. That's yeah, what she's supposed to do fucking do. doing her job,
0: but she's doing it a little, you know. You can see the lights aren't on. I knew something was up with this lady from...
1: Joker. Well, we know because you know that she's fucking... She's a stalker, dude. She. I mean, well, I,
0: we didn't know that at the. You could just tell. It becomes clear pretty quick, but. Yeah. She's, uh, she's, she's placing long distance phone calls for, uh, to wish, uh, Margo to wish her, her boyfriend happy birthday. Bill. Say his name. Bill. A friend of Bill. Uh,. You know,
1: she's. Oh, I know on, what I get the code that you just dropped right she's there. She's
0: trying on her clothes. Calling her an alcoholic friend she's, of Bill. She's on the stage pretending to take bows and eaves in Margot's clothing. Yeah, she's a
1: psycho, dude.
0: Um, they throw a big party and and uh, and Margot is just like she's had it,
1: dude. It's, it's like in Rockstar when uh, Mark Wahlberg takes over as the singer. Like he just comes in and starts doing that job.
0: Yeah, kind and of. And then,
1: like, lay, uh, jumping to the end, it happens. It's just like a repeat.
0: To me, it felt like it felt like when, like in Boogie Nights, when Philip Seymour Hoffman starts dressing like everybody, like when they're yeah. Um, she, you know, she, she, she manipulates her way into becoming the understudy for Betty Davis without Betty Davis knowing. Um. And so this whole time and then they keep talking about this like play that's coming up that this next play that they're writing for Betty Davis and Betty Davis is technically too old for it. But Lloyd Richards wants her in there because she's the best actress and doesn't matter, doesn't care about her age. And. Uh, and
1: he says at one point, there's a great line where he says. Uh, every night you can go on stage and be as young uh, for those people as you want to be. And she's like, no, I go on stage and I'm whatever age they want me to be.
0: Yeah. Something there's, like
1: that, paraphrasing, but.
0: There's a lot of good sound bites in this movie. There's also, this movie does this thing over and over again where they keep referencing, like, plays and movies and people of the time, and I just didn't know what any of I didn't understand a thing that they were talking about or referencing. Almost, yeah. Almost ever. And I was like, man, I bet these jokes were really, really killing hard when people knew who it's that like, guy was. It's like
1: uh you know, Bugs Bunny with the the old references and shit. Yes,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um where you're just like, mm. oh cool, we're going to the we're going to the carrot cabana and uh oh Peter Laurie's <laughs> here and the Chiquita Banana Lady's here. And you're like, What the fuck? It's nineteen eighty four. Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. Uh, Still loved it.
0: So Karen uh, starts to be a real Karen. Boy, oh, boy. Can I speak to the manager? Can I? (laughs) (laughs) She feels bad for Eve. And in an attempt to give her a break, she comes up with this scenario where they're going out to the country for the day. Betty Davis, Celeste Holman, uh, Lloyd Richards. But they, she's made it so that they're definitely gonna run out of gas, and she's gonna miss the performance, and then Ann Baxter is gonna have to go on, but and she tells Ann Baxter, and this fucking psycho calls all the critics to come to the show tonight, and she gets these glowing reviews, and she does this big interview with George Sanders, where she basically, where they basically sandbag Margot, uh, and that she's too old, and she. You know, won't let younger actresses have the younger parts and all that stuff. Um, and then they have. So
1: Karen, Karen made it. Set it up that they
0: ran out of gas, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And yeah, then. Yeah. But then they blame it on Eve, right? I
0: think they. Uh, or at
1: least Ma- I think Mago does.
0: Yeah, I think. Well, I think once she realized that all of the, the theater critics in the city came to see the understudy perform in this play. Yeah. She goes like there's some kind of conspiracy going on. Uh Eve tries to seduce uh Margot's boyfriend, but he's like, nah, I'm good. Uh um, Nah, I'm good, Doc." And then George Sanders like takes her under his uh his wing and starts like, you know, grooming her to, you know to how to to make to become a star and all that shit. Subtle. That was smooth. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can now. Oh, perfect. (laughs) We might. You know, I didn't. Here's the thing, Billy. We've been doing this podcast for what three years. At no point have you ever volunteered that. Oh, these have a power cord, and I could just plug these in. We're just constantly searching for batteries. Your headphones are dying in the middle. No, they still
1: need. No, they're just. It's plugged in to the computer, but the the headphones still need batteries. uh, But I just pulled the. The wire out, oh brother. And then, as you were talking, I was like, I wonder if he's asking me a question right now, or if you I know I'm not. In before that, you know I'm not. I was like, in that way, we won't have to break the fourth wall and oh. acknowledge
0: what's happening. Oops. And then instead, so after this column comes out, right, that the guy that George Sanders writes, like she,
1: fl- it's like a flame war, dude. She's like, ah, this bitch.
0: Yeah, and then she's like, No, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to. He took my words out of context. Um, but this is everything is going according to that's Eve's when she's plan. talking
1: to Karen and Karen's like this is in the bathroom right yeah
0: so they go to they go to dinner and and betty davis announces that they're getting engaged and uh then Eve sends a note to the table that's like hey shh, be be cool about it but and don't tell anybody but like Come meet me in the shitter. <laughs> hey, be chill and whatnot. And Karen's like, I have to go meet this psycho in the bathroom? I hate her. And then Betty Davis is like, you must go, darling, because I need to know what this dumb cunt is up to. And I might beat her with a bottle. Um, yeah. Yeah, because they all hate Eve. Now, uh, Eve tells Karen in the bathroom that she tells her this whole sob story. And then at the end, she goes, she goes hey, by the way, your husband's writing this new play. I need to play Cora, the lead in the play, not Margot. And if I don't play the part, I'm going to tell Margot why she missed the performance and I became a star. And then she's like, oh, no, what do I do? I don't want Margot to hate me more. And they go back to the table and Margot's like, I don't want to play Cora." And then Celeste Holm like has this laughing fit that's insane. Yeah. Everything's so funny. Uh, so Eve is cast in the play. Then they do the play. um, And then Eve uh, comes up with this plan. She's going to break up Celeste Holm and her husband. She's going to marry the playwright. And then he's going to write plays for her to be the star in. She's going to be a superstar. Oh, cool plan, lady. She tells this to George (laughs) Sanders. Uh, George Sanders reveals that he knows that her name is not Eve. She was never married. Uh, Her real name is. from San Francisco. Yeah. Yo, know, that's how she catches it. She goes, Oh, you met uh Betty Davis in San Francisco. What was the name of the theater? Was it the Schubert? And she's like, Yes, I think it was the Schubert. <coughs> and he's there's like, There's no nah, Schubert. There's no Schubert. The doctor was the mother. Um <laughs> so very witty, Sean. He reveals that he knows that her real name is Gertrude Szinski. She was never married and she got paid to leave town because she was having an affair with her boss. Um And so he basically blackmails Eve and that she now belongs to him. Yeah, he's like,
1: you're going to belong to me now?
0: Ever that means. So I think it just means that they're in a relationship. Some weird. Yeah, I think that's. They just in public at the very least, they have to pretend that they're together. All right. So then months later, right? This is where the award comes in. They have the awards banquet. She wins the best We'll just say it's the Best Actress Award for the year. Because she did the whole season in this play as Cora. everybody's like, wow, you're really great.
1: So it's all for the new
0: play. It's all for the new play. It's not for her right. role as the understudy. It's this new play. Um, And then they do – she gives this long speech where she thanks the four people that absolutely fucking hate her. Uh, yeah,
1: and- dude. Like –
0: they don't like her at all. Not at all. And she's, she's playing the game, and she's like, no, I, I must thank Margot for giving me all of my opportunities and Karen, my best friend. And they're just like, we fucking hate you. We hate you. We hate you. And she's like, I'm going to the West Coast to film a movie. Yeah. and then. But I'm all... not
1: leaving the theater.
0: Yeah. And then so then all four of them, Betty Davis and Celeste Holman, their husbands, they screw. They're not in the rest of the movie. Yeah, and, I bet
1: they do screw. They're very sexy couples. Oh, my God. And I would watch every But I bet they swap. I bet F- they swap. Billy, Sometimes stop. They... Stop. I stop, bet every don't. once in a while they spit in each other's mouths.
0: Oh, oh boy. Uh, maybe a little ass play. Okay, that's too gross. That's where poop comes from.
1: Um, <laughs> At the end, maybe. If you do it right. Well, you work, burn some calories.
0: Sure, there's going to be a little poop. I don't care for this type of this type of humor. This is potty humor and it's also- all
1: about poop. Come on, give me that one.
0: All right, I give it up.
1: <laughs> Raise the roof. Uh, yeah, they're all like, uh, what does she say when, oh, Margo's like, oh, you could take that award and put it where your heart's supposed to be. Yeah, Betty Davis is fucking Betty Davis. She's is great, dude. Body Davis is her.
0: <laughs> Body Davis is uh, trademark. So then, uh, Eve uh, they have a, there's a party for Eve because she won the big party and she's like no I don't want to do it and she leaves and then she goes back to her uh, George Sanders they're in a cab they drop her off at her apartment uh, and she leaves the award with him because she's like I don't want this she's like bring that to the
1: party instead of me
0: she goes up to her which apartment. it
1: seems like the trophy might
0: be more fun to talk to than that bitch mm-hmm um, she goes up to her apartment she goes in, and now she's like, now she, uh-oh, now she's Betty Davis.
1: Yeah, this is like when the new kid is standing at the foot of the stage singing the Stale Dragon songs without a microphone. Yes, it is like rock star. <laughs> and she walks in, and she, she walks. In, she, she makes she the drink. To... She doesn't
0: even see her. Yeah, and then she, when we don't see her either, we don't know that there's a person there. And no, you see
1: her in the mirror, though. In the and mirror, she's...
0: and it was creepy as hell, dude. That really, yeah. that really got me. I was like, ugh. And she's know.
1: like, she doesn't notice it for like 30 seconds. She's making a drink and like looking down. Yeah, and then she's
0: like, who the fuck are you? And she's like, oh, I'm sorry, don't be mad. I broke into your apartment. Oh, I just broke in to left. smell your perfume and check out what kind of panties you're wearing. I love you, and you're the you're Until the, the fan club. And then so she sits down, she starts smoking just like Betty Davis did, and she starts giving her orders. And the, uh-oh, will the circle be unbroken? They bring her back in. This girl's name is Phoebe. She's going to be Eve's Eve. Eve is now Margo. Uh, George Sanders shows back up to give her the award that she left in the cab. And Phoebe answers the door. And he's like, mm-hmm, I see how this is. Yeah. Then he looks at the camera and he's like, do you guys get it? Do you understand what's happening here? It's a cyclical cycle of manipulation. Do you get and then it? he
1: actually holds up a Venn diagram?
0: Yep. <laughs> then he goes he flips over a whiteboard <laughs> and he just starts drawing it out.
1: It's great at the end though, though she takes that trophy and goes into the trifold mirror.
0: Yeah, dude, and then we just see the infinite Phoebes. Yeah, and just start thanking thanking everybody for her award. Yep. It's uh
1: And Sean, it truly is like Elton John sings about it all the time. The dancers are so I guess tiny. That's
0: why they call Oh well, yeah. <laughs> um the dancers were tiny. Uh that's all about Eve. It's not what I thought it was gonna be.
1: No, it's a good ass film, dude. It's but good. I I think that uh Sunset Boulevard uh was a better film for me. And I I think at some point i I'm gonna check out uh king solomon's mind you will you love
0: minds you love kings. well i
1: i keep hearing that visually it's very
0: striking so you know uh, i like
1: to be struck in the eyes if, and i know when you, I and you're chance.
0: constant. you're constantly talking to people about the 1951 academy awards i am and, <laughs> and i'm always like, like come down into my basement and watch like, a visually I, striking I, I keep, movie i keep hearing that that is a visually striking film and i keep hearing <laughs> that but i just i gotta do it one day i gotta do it i just gotta do it <laughs> Well, when you choose to do, do it, it do come it. down to the basement. I just gotta do it. It'll be dark uh,
1: down here. So cold. We can make popcorn, hold hands.
0: All about Eve. You join the pantheon of best picture winners that we have watched. And let me just talked.
1: clarify. I'm talking about making popcorn and then holding hands while watching the movie. Not holding hands while we make the popcorn. No, no. Because no, I no, gotta no. be able to hit buttons and.
0: Here's here I have a, a free hand. Right, let me dust off this goody. Here's how I like to hold hands when I'm having some popcorn. I, I cut a hole in the bottom and I shove my hand up through it so when you reach in I hold your hand. No, you I put my dick in the other side. Oh no no no. John,
1: that's <laughs> what we call the old. <laughs> you old.
0: You fucking popcorn from the top. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, that's the way to do it.
1: To be honest with you. I mean there's more room. That is the way to do it. What do, we, what do we got next week, buddy? Oh, I folks, don't next even week. feel like stretching this this bitch out anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't ask me how a room was.
0: Ah, I don't care. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's over. It was good. You went <laughs> down there. Uh, it's a good time. You got a little bit of food poisoning on the I first day. Didn't get I arrested at all. You had a bit, a bit of misunderstanding no with your wife. Poisoning. She wouldn't talk to you for four days, and then you. No, came that home. was
1: not a misunderstanding. We agree to that uh, in international waters.
0: We don't have to talk when when we leave America. Next week, we're watching An American in Paris. Oh, what the fuck is this piece of shit? Directed by Vincent Minnelli. This is your song and dance shit, right? You love it. I love this shit. I've never seen American in Paris. You want to come down and
1: watch it in the basement with me?
0: No. Is this bad boy streaming? I think it's on Prime It's on the HBO Max, baby.
1: Oh, we both have
0: that. Yep, and uh, we got a couple uh next, Quo uh, Decision Before Dawn, A Place in the Sun, that's on Prime, Quo, Quo Vadis, uh, I've seen. Uh, oh, you've seen that? I think I've seen A Place in the Sun. And uh, A Streetcar Named Desire, that's the other one. So I got a, I got a couple of films I'm going to check out this week, A Place in the Sun, Streetcar, Decision Before Dawn, and of course, An American in Paris. And of course we couldn't do this without you guys. Let's give a Me? quick thanks. Of course two boys in a balcony today was produced by our producer. We give we love him. We we love him me cuz me. You couldn't do this without me, you saying? You couldn't do this without me. Me? No, that's his name. That's his name is Me. That's a stupid name. Hey, talk to Hey him, guys. Talk to his go mom. see Will Martin's show last Saturday. Yeah, or you could have come to see me at the CBS comedy scene. Nobody's gonna wants to go to Foxboro, dude. Okay, hey, I'm
1: trying to get rebooked. Go why don't you Cancel your show there and go see Will's
0: show with me. I got a, I got a plus one. I'm not going to lie to you. You could be my date. I could cancel my show and just stay home.
1: No, go with me you know. and drive me in there. I don't like to drive it in
0: the city. Not, certainly not to Davis Square, buddy. You better find that no, red I'm going to take the train in. You're going to have to. You can I'm going to. I would rather. Stop by Red Bones. Get yourself a half rack of
1: I'm ribs gonna, on the way I think home. I'll take the commuter rail from the t- tiny town of Whitman, Massachusetts.
0: Take the in red line. In the big line. city of
1: Somerville, Massachusetts.
0: Uh, Bill, uh, watch the show. Have a nice time. While you're sitting there waiting to say goodbye to Will, put in a little mobile-to-go order over at Red Bones Barbecue. Grab a feeling... yourself a barbecue platter. Take it on the red line. Eat some oh. ribs on the... <laughs> on the red line? <laughs> yeah, dude. Take those bones. Just whip them at the conductor.
1: <laughs> I don't think they let you into the conductor's room anymore. 9-11, that shit. Ever since 9-11, yeah, they, they closed the in, train off. Well... well Make the, me jump the tracks or something. You should tell him. The, but Let your, me ask you. You him ever jumped the
0: tracks in a commercial locomotive no. before? Dude, just tell him. Your dad used to work for the MBTA. You're allowed in there. He,
1: why do you keep bringing up my dead father in this episode? I'm trying to
0: get you into the conductor's thing so you can whip rib bones at his head. The and conductor's you, union? The the, the, the place is little like Chamber. You know? Where he drives the train? Oh, the toilet. Is that what? Okay. I'd shit in that thing. I would not. Sh- I would not recommend shitting on the red line. I was shitting on you. I didn't care for that at all.
1: All right, I've run out of things to say.